Dagnabbit, there's a snake in my boot. Butthole. Tuesday. America. France. Hello, player character. It's me, the guy you saw. I'm freezing. Hi, friends. Welcome to Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption podcast. I'm your host, Jared Petty. And as always, we're going straight to the wild, wild guest. We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. Yeah! You get caught on your phone, too. You guys get caught on your phone? Yep. Lovely. <laughs> Excellent. Love that. Just jump it out of here. It's just kind of Once again, out. hey, so really quick here, who are you? I'm Brennan Graber. It's me again. Hi. Who are you? I'm John Ryan still. So this week, yep, part two of what you want from Red Dead Redemption. There were so many messages. We'll never possibly get to all of them, but we wanted to give it some more time. This is part two. If you have not listened to part one, you need to go back to last week, listen to that. Talked about a whole lot of good crap. Yeah. Then it was, hey, Robin. Yeah. So this is going to be kind of an abbreviated episode. Poker. For us, it's actually kind of a, uh, not a week off, but a week that we're all doing other things. So this episode is really about continuing that. So a lot of your regular segments, we're instead just going to focus pretty much entirely on your letters and responding. We're going to let you create our content for yeah. us. Exactly. We're also just going to, there's so many of them. I just want to try to get through. Oh, a of course. I mean, that's them. the thing is like, that's the whole point is this and discussion we're paying about you Reddit, an exposure. Right? Uh, no, we're not doing that. That's <laughs> bullshit. The gig economy we're is a lot. Exposing his name, or her name, or their names. <sighs> All right, well, this first one comes from Leon. Leon, uh, Leon says, what, what I want from Leon, a Jared Petty cameo. Or the great Leon. Wait, he wants a Jared Petty cameo in? Red Dead Redemption. I, I mean, say, okay. We might be able to make that happen, and if that does happen, also bring me along as well, please, and thank you. Wait, can you make that happen? I can't make that happen, but like, if we just, like, the sh- like we... Can just the sheer force of will demand it? Okay, I do I like the idea that that you know, if anyone from Rockstar is watching and cares, not that you don't have enough to do producing a massive AAA video game. We're really going for this one, all right? Then, but you know, if you want to put us at like a little poker table in a corner someplace, oh, that'd I be great. I feel like the tremendous force of the Wii will is going to crash against their gritty in your face no. Yeah, probably. Uh, pro- they're nice but, people. Wait, would it help <laughs> if I said I am an officially trained voice actor? It probably won't help. You can just take my line straight from the podcast. Right. You can look here. Let's just all record a bunch of random words. Okay. Okay. okay, What are we saying here? Dagnabbit, there's a snake in my boot. (laughs) Butthole. Tuesday. America. France. Hello, player character. It's me, the guy you saw. I'm freezing. (laughs) Okay, great. Jared's going to be a guy who's stuck up in the mountains. Just a very cold man. <laughs> You're going to like have your camp and he's just going to be in the woods, essentially like the I'm Tin freezing. Man from The Wizard of Oz. Just like, I'm freezing. <laughs> good. Very That's good. Amazing. Uh, All right. Here we go. From a hypercaster. Two words. Westworld. We, yes. Just, just yes. We had this conversation already. I would love to see that. Like instead of like an Undead Nightmare expansion pack, like I would love to... Just see robots. Like okay. I think that would be super fun. Aren't or they? cowboys and aliens, or just aren't they just, already robots? Oh fuck! They don't exist. But like that's the thing is like I would love to see a fucking meta expansion. I mean, yeah, I would like the actual NPCs. Like they have that thing where it's you know you get the tally of your sins basically, and they're like, okay, cool. Well, so you walked into town and just like drowned me in a horse trough. So now I'm getting my revenge. Just Sorry. Give me some like. 
Undertale tier shit where they just know what's going on. Yeah. They're just like, oh, you're going to try and save your game together? this? I don't think so. You're stuck <laughs> with us. Yeah. The whole thing turns out to be just an elaborate, like, like this ridiculously cruel trap. You oh, can't God. turn your PlayStation 4 off. Just like, I mean, no, I can't do that anyways. Oh, that's a good point. Well, I mean, I can, but like the power outlet that I have it plugged into doesn't have enough juice coming through it to turn it back on. After, so it just has to be in rest Oops. mode forever. Is that really where you're at? No. Oh, okay. I was, I was kind of amazed. I'm just by bullshitting it. you. From Steve. Steve! Think, hey, Steve! What Steve hey, wants Steve. from Red Dead Redemption? Steve wants a gameplay trailer. I mean, don't we all? Don't we all? And why am I sure we get one? I mean, yeah. A, there'll be a proper gameplay trailer soon. Um, but. The thing to remember about that, like when, and I know it's it's not the same thing as a gameplay demo, but the trailers that we've seen have almost entirely been gameplay. Like that first reveal trailer, all of those environments are actual gameplay. The campfire stuff from trailer three, a bunch of the combat moments that you see, like those are all actually happening in game. It's just a different camera angle and no HUD. Um, to be honest, as someone who makes a living writing guides and tries to get every scrap of information from oh. a game before releases, yeah. seeing a, a trailer where they pull up a menu screen, get a collectible, oh. and I'm like, oh, of oh, look at that! Like the when they had that that demo for Mario Odyssey uh, and Nintendo Direct, and they pulled up the Power Moon list. Oh god! And I was just like, oh my god, I'm in for so much shit. Right, but I mean that's the thing. It was like there's a difference between a gameplay trailer and a gameplay demo. Yes. Okay. That that's that's my two cents. You know, I semantics. A lot of people will bitch and moan about counting them, I think that they're important. Um, because, you know, a, a gameplay trailer is it's, it's a completely different beast. Like, a trailer is something that sets a tone. It tries to get you into a certain mood for a game. Mm -hmm. A demo shows you what you can expect to actually experience. I'm yeah. actually pretty on board with you on that one. Yeah. yeah I, I think I think maybe that's just being in the industry a while and seeing a lot of them. You oh, I mean, I'm sure that that definitely them quite a bit, has but. part of it. And, like, also, you know, seeing folks in the development side of things get so exasperated when... People are so constantly just being like, well, you just like, I know, I know this isn't what you think it is, but it's just like, just please be patient. Yeah. Just please. It's crazy to think that I've seen a gameplay demo for Cyberpunk before Red Dead. I mean, is it though? Like Rockstar is notoriously secretive. Like they don't do and they don't have to do. Yeah, they don't have to. And like, let's face it. We didn't know Red Dead was coming until two years ago. True. Two and a half years ago. They, they Cyberpunk we've known has has existed for five but years. But it'll also be very many years away before we get to play that game. I, I think, think. I think Cyberpunk will be 2020. I don't think it's going to be that far away. I think it'll either be launch for the new consoles in 2020 or We know that they're later. targeting 4 and 1. Yeah. PS4 and Xbox mm. One. Yeah. They've confirmed that much. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it as a dual launch yeah. whenever that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's the thing where it's like, you know, we... If Cyberpunk hadn't have shown up at E3 this year... It would be the way of crackdown where everyone's assuming that it's dead. Mm, that's a good point. Like yeah. because it's been five years since they announced. But, but with, we talk a lot about Rockstar secrecy, and one thing to point out, I, I think that philosophically, it's not just that they're secretive or that they don't have to show. Their games are largely about surprising you. It's that, but it's also that they're one of the few studios that has the luxury of being able to say, "We're not going to show you something that we don't want to show you." Or at least they're willing like to enact the luxury of that. I mean, yes, they have the luxury. But it, I shouldn't say that they don't want to show yeah. you, but it's that it's not it's not ready yet. It's not up to their yeah. standard of quality yeah. that they deem it until they deem it necessary to show. I remember when Nintendo didn't show us anything about the Switch until the Switch came out. You know, that was yeah. really weird. Like there's like you know, but it worked. Worked yeah. really well. Um, we all kinda wondered, why won't they show us? They must be on No, they just it's like now we're just gonna let you wonder. 
Yeah. And it worked. It worked out pretty I mean, well. I feel like that in and of itself, like, I feel like that sort of is a is-it-ready situation. Mm. Um, but, you know, again, I'm not a huge Nintendo fanboy, so I don't know the intimate details of that situation. Audrey. Wants Audrey. To- Hi, Audrey. Audrey. I want the way the player character moves. How about that Audrey? Anyway. I'll go. What is that from? Is that from is that from Little Shop of Horrors? Yes. Yeah. How about that? Oh. Yeah, it took me a second. I was like, are you yeah. really going there? Okay. Of course I'm going there. All, right. all the place. I just want to go someplace that's green. I want the way the player character moves to feel more natural. In both Red Dead Redemption and GTA V, the characters have a sluggish way of moving, and you have to mash the run button to sprint. Okay, I I would not mind the Never end having to mash A to, yeah, I would not be pounding A to run. I would not again. be weeping. I would not be mourning that loss. Yeah, that would be um, okay with me. Solely because I just feel bad for my left thumb because this thumb is jacked <laughs> and this one's not. Um, yeah, I think... I would not mind seeing that mechanic change. Yeah, I would be okay with a click to run. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Or even just an, you know, a, a more fine-tuned push of the stick. I think I would be okay with just about anything, but but pounding yeah. A to run. Yep. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, as far as movement goes, like, Arthur moves from what we saw in the demo Arthur moves naturally for a man his size if that's something that's like understandable like he's a big dude he's probably 6'1 6'2 I'd guess easily 230 225 like big muscly guy so like he kind of lumbers around a little bit Hmm. I mean Um, if Kratos can haul haul ass oh that's not saying he's slow or that he's cumbersome or Hmm. that he's like clunky and can't move very well but it's like as he's walking around, it's a very different walk than someone who is, you know, say, five six and one hundred and forty pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, even if you look at GTA Five, like Trevor moves very differently than Franklin, who moves yeah. very differently than Michael. Like, yeah, when I look at Arthur, I always hear that. <laughs> Wait. Are you doing Fantasia, or do you mean the bump, 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 bump? I, I hear bump, Fantasia. Bump. Okay, I okay, I hear the Fantasia. Like, because yeah, I don't think slow farm noises. Just kind of the way it moves. I've seen I, it yeah, I can totally see that. Like, because yeah. like that's the thing is like for me, it's always the the thumbs and the belt that kind of like strut walk. What's your with theme? The What's your theme when you walk? In real life, like what 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 defines you as you're walking? What's your me? Because walk? I walk my I walk like with my back arched and my tummy like sticking up, pulling like my belly button mm-hmm. pulls the rest of my body forward as I go. I yep. walk ridiculously. I have this big it, giant belly, a long torso anyway, and little short legs. And so when I walk, I just look like this weird cartoon that's being pulled by gravity towards yeah. something. It, it depends on what I'm listening to because I'm a hundred percent a person who moves based on the music that I have Same on. Same way. So like okay. most of the time it's either I mean I can't really walk a certain way to podcast, but like most of the time it's like seventies or eighties like funk or electro funk. Okay. So like zap or like zap and Roger, <laughs> uh, more bounce to the ounce. That's usually one that I have rolling around. Um sometimes Curtis Mayfield, some superfly. Oh wow. It's it's if it's a good day it's it's a little strut. Got it's a little strut going it's a little on there. it's a little spring in that step for Love sure. That. All right. What about I highly you, recommend Brenna? you walk around any the, city the, the or large crypt town. Keeper. To crypt keeper. <laughs> Wait, I, I want to go back into a tomb and sleep. <laughs> like, like, like full on like Palpatine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know how yeah. he would just like, you know, you know how Ganondorf walked in Smash Brothers. Yeah, totally. Just kind of just like the old man hobble. Just like I'm power walking, but I'm still 
We're too big. For Look this. at me walk. Why was he doing that? I don't. It was really silly. I it, like. I like his like menacing walk, but the second you try to jog with that character, it just like get there, just was ridiculous. Yeah. Falcon punch. I'm just Falcon not. Usually, I'm punch. walking like commuting in the morning, and I'm already tired, and I don't want to be alive, so I just kind of like a stumble. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I, I think my ideal walk would be that like half crouch walk that Snake does, where he's essentially doing the cartoon sneak move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like faster and more nimbly. I love that. Yeah. We're back to Metal Gear again. Just going to a dodge roll for no reason. From Justin, I'd like a deeper world that goes even further with a feeling of surviving in the West, but also delivering a Western drama that not only defines the West in Rockstar's eyes, but makes Red Dead Redemption 1 better because of its story elements and revelations. So he's looking for something that recontextualizes the first game. I, and I also look, delivers like a sort of more in-depth experience with the world itself. Yeah, I, one of the things I love, I, I like to talk about Steven Universe. and uh, I still haven't watched any of that show, and I hear it's really great. It is. Do you watch it, Brennan? I watch bits and pieces, but I need to watch Actually, sit, 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 sit. I need to sit down and actually watch it. What just, Steven Universe is so good at is it's now, now that we are nearing the end, uh, it feels like it's headed towards. How long is it on? It's it's like 150 some episodes. Jesus, now. really? Uh, yeah, it's been oh, on forever. Shit. They're all 11 minutes, but they're all there significant. But the, but they're not at 11. It's like Adventure Time. You can yeah. blast through the, all five seasons in two weeks. But 11 minutes of Steven Universe is like four hours of Game of Thrones in terms of what actually God. happens. Um, like in terms of events taking yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I wish HBO would do that. Yes, yeah, so do I. Um, hey, Westworld, how you doing? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Ooh, let's not talk about that. I mean, uh, I still haven't finished this latest season, but like, oh, no. I honestly don't know if I even want to bother. No, I, I was like, for the show, for Red Dead Radio, I was like, I need to finish Westworld because it's very, and I'm just like, I can't. I just I think can't. I, I think the last one that I watched was the ghost, the uh, the indigenous tribes. I one. just don't care. And it was about good. It was, a, it was an entertaining episode of television. I thought it was compelling, but like everything surrounding that in like the real world, I just don't give a shit about. Everyone is so terrible. I hate them all. I hate everybody. As people or as, or as the actors? characters yeah. on that okay. show are horrible. They're yeah. just awful people now. I don't want to be with any of these people. Yeah. I mean, the only person who I still liked in that show, and don't tell me whether or not I'm correct in this or not because I don't care and I will always love her, is Elsie. Like, Elsie is like the one king innocent on that entire show. Mm -hmm. And we don't spend a lot of time with Elsie. No, we don't. Especially not in, in the latter half of season one or the early half of season two. Yeah. So what about um, you, Bernie? Do you care about Westworld? I care about the first season, but yeah, I honestly have been struggling to find purpose to watch the second. Well, where I was going with Steven Universe uh, yes, before anyways. we tangent it was um, what it does better than any show I've ever watched is it's very obviously had a plan from the beginning, and that that plan was pretty darn solid, unlike most shows yeah. where it flows. So you can be 100 episodes in, and something will happen that recontextualizes a minor event in, say, the third episode. And right. suddenly this thing that was kind of an amusing or flippant little moment becomes a major plot That's point so and way to always it was. Awesome. That's uh, fucking great. The only thing more fun than watching Steven Universe for the real first time is watching other is, people watch Steven Universe for the first and time. And rewatching with them and catching everything that's stuck in there that you never realized was a hint. That's great. It's, uh, it's just because it's not plot. It doesn't never feels forced or twisty. It's not plot twists. It's like... Oh, they're tell just telling the story in these pieces, but yeah. everything everyone said, they had a reason for doing that. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like you know, the, in the same way, like I feel like that's the mark of, of a really well established. Like we were talking about um, 
the way that you structure side quests in the last mission. Like that's the way yeah, good you games know are made. How it's like, going in to terms progress. Yeah, and in terms of you know Red Dead sort of taking it all the way back to what uh, who asked this question? Uh, this one was originally from Justin. Justin. Um, Justin's idea of sort of a deeper world that recontextualizes the first game, like I think we're absolutely going to see that. Yeah, you know, see I mean, events that lead up to what would then happen. Right, and but also like it's it's different seeing different characters through other lenses. Like I mean, I think we've talked about this a little bit before. Like the notion of seeing John Marston, and we know who John Marston is from the first game. Yeah, but like seeing him do the things that made him be the remorseful man that he is in the first one. Like, seeing John Marston do really fucked up, horrible shit and not feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, watching that from a third party as Arthur being like, uh... I mean, that provides a huge amount of context for the next time I'll play through the first game. Again. It does, yeah, absolutely. Do you think Abigail figures into it at all? I would be surprised if she's a major character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also be surprised if she's non-existent. I wondered. What do you think, Brennan? I have no clue. Okay. Like, we know she's in the gang. Yeah. Yeah. But. Other than that, we don't know. Well, I mean, we don't know how she, like, we know from the Duchess stuff in the first game that she, like, is part of the gang, that she's, you know, potentially had romantic entanglements with a bunch of people in the gang. Yeah. Um, And I'd be surprised if we don't see John's departure from the gang in this game. So I feel like she has to show up. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. And we're back. This uh, next segment comes from Brandon, who wants who says, "I want to no. get what I, I." But then no, okay. not, not Brendan. Different Brandon. spelling. Different spelling. We have three Brandons in our office. Yeah, they're all yeah. fakes. You're I'm, a fake. Oh no, my god, I'm classic. I'm well, classic Brandon. The other ones are just the fake Brandons. Oh, it's oh, like okay. Brandon Hunt is like Crystal Pepsi. He's like yes. Brand, Brandon the Pretender. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. And who's the? What about the other? Brandon Brand? Terrell is like New Coke. Yeah. Wow. Oh, don't. That, that's mean. Hey, I like better. New Coke. You like New Coke? I had it once. It was Get fun. off my podcast. No. <laughs> Never come back. No. Get out of here and go. go. Don't Harry and the Hendersons me. not okay. <laughs> no. You go and drink your own duels and, and, and drink your new Coke and get off my podcast. First and foremost, sir. It's I okay. S- I, like, I like Brandon's, including this Brandon, because we all share that name because I get spelled that anyway. I like, I like that you're, you, get, you get your card suits out again. You still got that Ace of Spades? He does. He does. I keep sending up with that. Okay. What is Brandon's question? He wants to get lost in the West. That's all I want. I want Westworld for the immersion. I'm a Ford, not a man in black. Maybe find a treasure or live off the land. I want freedom. Have gun, will travel, reads the cars of a man. Have gun, will travel, reads the cars of a man. Oh, it's a song lyric. Have gun, will travel, reads the cars of a man. A knight without armor in a savage land. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think that's part of why we all love the first one. I think it's part of why we're all looking forward to the second one. Um, Can you really forsake your gang, though, and just... I mean, the way that it sounds like is no, but sort of. So, if, like, you, if you leave and just go wander off into the woods for, like, a month and a half of in-game time, mm-hmm. they'll notice. They'll pay attention. Like, they might even kind of get shitty at you about it. But they're, it's not, they're not going to, like, dissolve and move on without mm. you. I can't imagine Rockstar is going to penalize you too much for that. No. Because they, uh, the first trailer They know how all, you play these games. And it's all about the spirit of exploration. That very first trailer is, is yeah. just, you're like, hey, that, we'll just show you 
places. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, hey, look at this huge fucking world we're making. Can't you just wait to go explore it? Can you dig it? Literally, can you dig it? I, I can. I, I can dig it. I don't know if we've mentioned this on here before, but while I'm not always the biggest fan of film remakes, I do want a Warriors remake just so I can have Nicolas Cage in that robe going... Can you dig it? I want that. That's it's Nicholas Cage amount. So Here's the thing: bad. like, there's rare times when I say that that is fucking perfect casting. Yeah, I that want is, that moment. Really? I don't look. I don't want For to take a role moment? away from a person of color, but that is like from a point of attitude, a hundred percent. That's the vibe of that guy is Nick Cage. Yeah, that's. I just think the over the topness of Nick yeah. Cage in that part yep. would be. Um, I would I would happily check out a Warriors remake for sure. All but right, until fine, then, fine. go play the Warriors game, also from Rockstar, because it's actually pretty fun. I, yeah, I mean, are you not I, a fan? I just no, no. I think oh, I, no, I, I'm the other way around actually. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that, one of the coolest things about going to Rockstar is they have that awesome Warriors arcade cabinet in the yes. lobby, and it's has like forty buttons because that game is amazing. <laughs> no, actually, I was just uh, I, I had drifted a little bit, and I was thinking about. Um, you know, again, like putting directors and writers and casts together for dream movies, it's fun to do with friends, but it can oh, get course. kind of rote. Or t- but if I was going to throw Tarantino at anything, it would be a Warriors remake. I, I would like that. I think that's a movie he's born to make. Um, yeah. I, a 70s homage, ultra-violent yeah. cartoon movie. That's that's his uh, bread honestly, and butter. Honestly, it, it would be either... I don't think... I, I would prefer to see uh, Paul Verhoeven do it. Oh, Paul. Okay, Paul. You know you're you're right. Like, I'm not right. It's just different. They would be completely different products. And Paul Verhoeven would be but amazing. Like, also, she's um, the guy who made Ragnarok would be amazing. Um, uh, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's he would be a that Warriors. would be a very different. It movie. would, but it'd be amazing. It would be hilarious. I would 100 watch that. That would be like the family friendly version of the Warriors. I'm not sure it would. I could see him embracing an ultra. Oh no, he yeah. could go for a hard R, but would he? Yeah. Because here's the question: Would it not be sillier? If it was PG-13 or even PG. It might be. like Because I, I feel like the thing about the Warriors, if you're going to remake it, if he was going to remake the Warriors, I feel like he would lean into the sort of like wacky shtick of it. And I could very much see that being... there's a, It's a rare one when I say this, but like I think that could be enhanced with a, a, a lighter rating. Okay. Mm. And that's not very often. What do you think? No, I think that's a probably a good idea. So now for all your Warriors needs, we have your answer there. But right, yeah, this is no Warriors podcast, no. strictly. But I do love the out to play. For, but really, leaning back, I think Rockstar knows well enough. Uh, if you remember the first Fallout, uh, the original Fallout, I don't know if you've played I, it. I don't, actually. That's one that I haven't played. It has a time limit built in. Oh, it's, yeah, I remember that. It's invisible, but it's real. And actually, it's two times. Because you got to purify that water. You got to purify that water. And so here you have this beautiful exploratory open world game. If you wander around too much, the game ends. And then there's the thing where you can buy more time, and it seems like you're buying more time, but really that causes the second trigger in the game to move closer because you like buy a water chip from these water merchants, but then they tell the mutants where the God vault damn. is, and so it actually screws you over even more. And it's a cool feature, but that's not what, what that game's about. The Rockstar knows what we yeah. want, so they're not, they're not going to do that. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like getting lost in the West is definitely something that we will be able to do and do in spades. Emperor Grunfeld wants a great story. Sorry, what? Emperor Grunfeld wants Okey a great. Dokey. He wants a great story and online heists. Let's talk about online heists and Red Dead Redemption. Let's talk never about really, online heists. We've never Red jumped Redemption in this too. before. Um, I mean, we have the heist structured missions that are in GTA Online. Right. 
I would not be surprised if we saw something similar to that arise in Red Dead Online. I would be shocked if we didn't see something like that arise. Well, we know we'll see big, well, we know we'll see, well, we don't know, but like it's a damn safe bet that we'll see structured missions taking place throughout that game, throughout the online component. I think what I'm more interested in is whether or not we'll be able to do like train heists, bank heists, sort of off the cuff. Mm -hmm. Like if I walk into, let's say Blackwater, since we know that's in the game, if I ride into Blackwater with you two and I say, all right, there's the bank, we're gonna take down the bank. It's so much more interesting to me to be able to get the same payout but also to have to run the risk of another crew already trying to rob that bank. Ah, okay. Like, granted, it's it's mm. this weird version of the West where literally everyone's are fucking criminals and they're everywhere. <laughs> unless like there's a also of evil. unless there's suddenly a posse bounty and there's just as much incentive to go right. after you. Well, yeah. so that's the other side of things too. Is like, will they let me play cops? Like they sort oh, they did play last bounty, one where, like, you can earn bounties. Oh, for sure. But like, really lean into that. Yeah. Um, I mean, how would you lean? Into, how would that structurally work? Brennan, well, I mean, how would you say it work? Assuming that if you were to go on a heist, do bad shit, bounties be posted, you could be able to check a leaderboard somewhere. Kind of like a leaderboard. I'm just like, hey, the bigger the the target, the bigger the score, uh, the bigger their their gang, the bigger the score, like multipliers. Like having your gang take out another gang because they have such a big bounty on them would be an awesome thing. And either, either you could try to figure out where they're going to hit next and try and infiltrate and ambush them as they do their heist or just explore the world and hope you run into them? I don't know. Speculative question. Um, just throwing it out there. Uh, so we already know Rockstar is very interested in changing the way we think about single-player yep. gaming and open-world environments. We've talked almost nothing about how they might change what we expect from open-world multiplayer gaming. Yep. And I imagine if they approach the project with that on the single player end, they also sat down in the meetings oh, and I'm went, sure. how are we going to change online? I think we should probably have an entire episode about this. I think um, that's a great idea. Maybe once we see a trailer for online. Exactly. Um, um, but I do want to throw something out there that I've been thinking about a little. I used to play a lot. Of, you ever play EVE online? Uh, once. Did. I built a ship and then it got blown up and then I stopped. Okay, so I used to play EVE. And the interesting thing about EVE, unlike many MMOs, is that EVE is a place where player agency defines the online space. Right. Uh, the world of EVE is defined by player-driven organizations. Yes, there's plenty of bots, there's plenty of missions, but particularly when you get outside the inner safe territories, it's all about player agency, and right. people have created societies. Would it be possible to have a world where everybody's got their own box canyon and everybody's got their own turf, at least within a microcosmic shard of, of some sort, and people are, in fact, engaged in a sort of a, a feudal economy of, of cops and robbers? Potentially. I mean, it would be tough. It would be. I think the, the, there's two factors that sort of lean into that idea. I think one is lobby size, just straight up how many people can be in a map at the same time. Yeah. Secondly, I think, is the concept of camps. So we know that we're going to have our own camps in G or Red Dead Online, uh, ostensibly... My theory is that those will fill the tracks of, you know, Lester and Merriweather, like so support, backup, uh, bribery, stuff like that to get you unwanted. Um, but the idea if of, of sort of this notion of player agency where everything is sort of its own microcosm or its own little economy would be that like your camp, there can only be a set number of camps per map, okay. per instance of the game. 
Um, and if that's the case, then you would probably spawn in one of those. So like instead of having a set building that your apartment is in, mm -hmm. you randomly start and be like, oh, this is where you've made camp this time. Okay. Um, and then it's based on that. So it's like your camp and 12 other people's camps. And that's it. Like if you have people who join your posse, you can have more people at your camp. If you don't want to have a camp, maybe you have the option to opt out of that. Okay. Um, but I feel like that's one of the only ways that it could really work based on what we already know about it. And it can also be exploitable. How so? I'm just trying to think of like other games that have had those kind of things where you start somewhere that is your base. But like we also know how Fallout 76 is going to work with their online thing and where you can nuke entire areas. But like leaning back into Red Dead though, but like if you had a camp, if they were in a set position, if someone were able to figure out where every potential camp could be in a map, they could extensively have a gang go around and camp these camps mm -hmm. and yep. like just the lock them down. With the chest, yeah, right? like, yeah, like Sea of Thieves is also a big example too. And like depending on how respawning works, where camps are set, if it's randomized, if there's like a different a boundary length of like, you can have two different camps within 20 miles of each other. Mm -hmm. Like how yeah. that would, would that be a lot to work out Unless you could come up with a counter for camping the camps. I mean, that's another possibility. But, like, yeah. what, would, what would that be? Like, there, you can't stop someone from walking someplace unless you put up walls, and that's not really something well, Rockstar's you, super about. Or you may not necessarily put up walls, but you may put up threats. I mean, that's the other bit. Is it's, it's entirely possible to make standing somewhere very uncomfortable for yeah, somebody. Yeah, that's true. Um, Just a shitload of bobcats around everybody's camp. I, yeah, I, I mean that's that's Welcome that's to camp the, bobcat asshole. Pretty much. That's the rougher thesis, but I mean, you know, the cavalry shows up. I mean, you yeah. know, that's and, and and then, but what if people found ways to game that and like, yes, I mean, but if I can like, lead the cavalry into town, then, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That sounds chaotic and wonderful. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I'm all about that. All right, yeah, I kind of am too, actually. Um, this one, uh, let's see, got uh, from Clay uh, Clay Kuban. Uh, oh, Jared Petty skin and online modes. I'm I'm up Fuck, for that. Absolutely, yep. yes. You know, also a Brenda Graber skin, a John Ryan skin. They'd probably regret that. They wouldn't make any money off it. Yeah, right. sure. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, from um, Michael, uh, new bar games that we can play online, in addition to the classics, yep. like poker, Liar's Dice, or Blackjack, what's your new game? Well, what's I mean, I want them to bring back Fingery Stabsies. Okay. Um, I forget what the name of it. Five yeah. Finger Filet, yeah. I think that one was. But what's, uh, um, what's the one, what's a new one? A new one for me, maybe Skeet Shooting. Um, either that. You brought up Gwent. I mean, before. I like mean, a, yeah, a I would love. Well, Alana game. brought up Gwent. Yeah, was that Alana? Um, Alana okay. was. I, I was just emphatically in support of it. I think that would be super interesting, like some kind of collectible card game, whether it is just poker, but you get maybe an, ad, an advantage at certain tables if you have certain decks. Mm. Um, I think that would be super interesting. Or a collectible dice game of some kind. Where yeah, the dice whatever the Old abilities. West equivalent of Magic the Gathering is. Yeah, well, I think you'd have to make something I just want to uh, see uh, a tavern full of, like, Western outlaw nerds score like, yeah. well, if, look, I've got a Magic Dragon, what do you got? If mm. you let, Rockstar, if you let me run a D&D &D table <laughs> in Red Dead Online, <laughs> I will be the happiest man on Earth. That'd be amazing. Um, I think for realistically, though, I feel like um, the, the old standards will definitely be there. I feel like we may see one more type of card game. Um, and maybe like a challenge. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like a drinking challenge. 
Okay. Um, dart throwing or knife throwing challenge. I know what yeah. I want. Uh, you just said dart throwing, knife or throwing. I know knife what throwing. I don't want, and I don't want horseshoes ever again. Oh, I like horseshoes. I oh, like that's... horseshoes in a way out. Yeah. I uh, fought uh, Brian McCaffrey with that. But if you're going to come down on one, Brennan, what do you want? Throwing knives at people or oh, at just targets. At people? people? No. You just have like the standoff, like exactly. in, uh, just... like uh, the Magnificent Seven. Exactly. Or, you know, like, yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, this one is uh, is easy. I've been rewatching Ken Burns' baseball, and I want baseball. Okay. I want it everywhere. I want different fields. You mean stickball? No, baseball was very very by, by 1899. Baseball was deeply. It was there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Baseball predates the Civil War. Yeah. And uh, and baseball is a standardized thing, but the Civil War really spread it. That, that's how I it didn't got know everywhere. that. Oh yeah, yeah. Soldiers like that's why that, I like coming on the show, Jerry Petty, because I always learn something. And baseball predates the Civil War, and during the Civil War, everyone played it, and it moved from its birthplace around New York and a couple other spots, and spread throughout the country because soldiers in camp played it constantly. All you needed was a ball and a stick, and you had a bunch of bored soldiers in camp. What else are you going to do? Exactly. North and South, they all played it, took it home, and it spread all over the country. Interesting. And uh, and then became kind of standardized. Well, anyway, by 99, there had been professional baseball for, for decades. Hmm. So I like the idea of, one, there being a baseball stadium, uh, an actual stadium. I mean, we stadium. know we're going to see two or three different it, large towns or cities. So yeah, so there's actually you can, go, you can go watch a baseball game. You can go bet on a baseball game. Oh, you can go that. play it. You can cheat to bet on a baseball game. Like, you can influence the, the way it turns. You know, things like that. Even have missions around it. Um, oh, yeah. But I also love the idea of having, like, hey, this town's got an old field outside. And this is the desert field. And then, you know, that has little nuances. You've got the sandlot versus, like, the community center field versus exactly. the professional because field. baseball fields all are unique in real life anyway. Even pro baseball fields are all different. They're all different sizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? They're all different shapes. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I look love... at AT&T Park versus Fenway, and I'm just like, what the heck? Who the built this place? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I like. Like, yeah. the idea that, that you could go, and then Rockstar is absolutely capable. You know, you think of table tennis. Oh, of uh, course. Creating an amazing baseball game. Yeah. You can have great. online leagues and play online. I mean, uh, and that's the thing, though. It's like, you know, you see, you know, tennis in GTA Online. It's like, there's a whole king tennis system that you can do. Like, if you want to just spend your time in GTA Online, just making it Los Santos PGA Tour, you fucking can do that. And I want, I want, I want a universe where I'm playing, there's a secret ending to Red Dead Redemption 2 where I just play enough baseball that I'm You're called up to the majors. I'm called up to the majors and I get on a train and that's the end of my time. Like, I'm Arthur and I've got... But then yeah, the, the opposing yeah. teams are going to be killed. babe. Okay. <laughs> um, I think we know there's going to be... Uh, like a fight pits type deal. We see yeah. a couple of instances of what look like brawling matches in some of the trailers. Um, I think that'll be a fun one. Like I kind of like that notion uh, sort of again to steal from the Witcher like with Gwent um, to have sort of like a local the toughest guy in town. Yeah. Um, you know, if I can kick his ass, I get a sack of gold. Are you ready to go over the top? Oh, 100% I will break that man's arm for the sake of earning it back my son's love. Yes, of course. (laughs) All right, friends, we're getting uh, to the end of the segment here. We will be right back. Hi, friends. Welcome back. This one from Devin. I'll tell you what I want most from Red Dead Redemption 2. Number one, I want an achievable platinum trophy without a slew of super difficult multiplayer trophies. Game over Greggy knows what I mean. No. No, he says. Wow. I say no. Expound. What is your deal? So the Epsilon quests, for example. Yeah. That was a trophy, right? 
If I remember correctly, it was. Yeah. I don't pay attention to trophies, so I... I believe it was. Okay. I 100% assume that there will be a similar thing where there's... A, there's a bunch of online trophies. B, there's a bunch of of single-player, like, obscure trophies where it is just that. It's go walk around in the desert or in the forest for a day and a half. Where it's like you, you literally just walk out in the woods and don't eat until you can start hallucinating, and then you get a trophy. I feel like with... Because that's the thing about a platinum trophy is like, sure, it's nice to be able to just say, oh, yeah, I platinum that game. And some games you can do that with, and, and I don't give a shit. But, like, for a game as big and as deep as what I assume Red Dead 2 will end mm-hmm. up being, I feel like there's no way that it can have an easy platinum. No, I do think he's leaning into not just an easy platinum, but he doesn't want to have to play really difficult multiplayer stuff. Like, like the Far Cry 5 thing. I could definitely uh, yeah. sign up with that. I, I'm not great at multiplayer. I prefer single-player experiences. I've actually... I've, I've, I platinum very few games, and one of the few series that I went on my way to 100% was the Batman Arkham series. Yep. Except for Origins, which was developed by Warner Brothers themselves, because they had a weird online component. And I was like, yeah, you got to play as thugs and beat up Batman and Robin team with guns. It's like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Competitive multiplayer trophies should be a separate thing. I agree, actually. Um, I, I, I kind of wish they, they put shouldn't two, exist. I like the idea there's two Platinums in a game, yeah. but I don't think they're ever going to change it to build that system. No. I mean, I, I feel like there's Platinum and then there's Super Platinum. Oh, like ooh, if you do all platinum. of the non-competitive stuff, yeah, that's a platinum, yeah. and then you can get a bunch of gold. And then if you do everything else, then you get like but a that, double platinum. But record. that's like that's Sony's decision, not Rockstar's. Yeah, at that point. right. And that's where you're unless. Right. And again, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Rockstar is one of the the few studios that has the power behind it. I think to shift the industry, like you just try to push that. To, to say, you know what, hey, hey, I don't Sony. Know they care enough to do that. <laughs> well, I think in, in this respect of like trophies, I don't think so. But yeah. like in, what I said to you last time was price. Yeah. Personally, I am kind of astounded that we still only pay fifty nine ninety five for a video game. Me too. Now, don't get me wrong. I realize that everyone who plays cannot necessarily afford to buy everything that comes out. That's it's a lot of money for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of money. But. If you are going to only buy one game every three months, let's say, if it's an extra $10, yes, that's unfortunate. It's kind of frustrating. But it also means that the quality of the product goes up and the people making it who are notoriously, and I'm not saying this is the case at Rockstar or any specific developer, but it's always nice to know that you're helping other people have better lives. So if they said, you know, a game's going to cost $69.99 now or $74.99 or whatever, I'd you know, be curmudgeonly about it, but I'd be fine. And I feel like there are very few studios who could institute that sort of paradigm shift within an entire industry. Interesting. Not that I think that, the, that Rockstar should, so if you're listening, I'm not calling for you to raise prices on your games because I'm Pitch poor. Pitchforks are out. But I feel like that there are some studios that, you know, do sort of have that weight behind them to change mechanics in an industry. Trophies, prices, and I think Rockstar is one of them. You know, if they said tomorrow, like, hey, by the way, guess what? Red Dead's going to be 70 bucks instead of 60 Like, people would complain, but they wouldn't cancel the pre-order. <laughs> I mean, we saw the same thing kind of when uh, Bethesda was like, hey, you, we want you to pay 40 bucks for a season pass, and we're not going to tell you everything right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to take it yeah. on faith, and it's going to be a lot more than we usually pay for a season pass. And yeah. 
depending on who you ask, maybe the delivered. Was that for Fallout? That was for the Far Harbor, Automaton, the Nuka Cola DLC. Far yeah. Harbor. Far Harbor. In Far Harbor, um, I, I we talked uh, about no, this on Vault. Like that was like a really good, well thought, better than the main story DLC. So I was like, hell yeah! Still haven't played it. Still haven't finished the main story yet. Uh-huh. Like Does it, it take place off Cape Cod over at the Kennedy compound? It yeah. takes place on a, a isolated island, both for well, again, robot murder history. I mean, yeah. yeah, great. Yeah. I'll have to check that out because yeah, I live on an island to. off Massachusetts. So. Yeah. Oh, you really ought to. I mean, they had the what's the soda it was based on? You mean the one that you saw picked up from the, your desk where you well, used to I, sit? I, Moxie. I'm, I'm Moxie. On, you know, well, Moxie, but it's, it's based on a real soda. It's that's, literally eaten to the floor. It's been there for like a year now. I I can't. I'm on keto. That's I fine. You're looking great, it. by the way. Oh, thank you. It's very kind of you. Um, anyways, moving forward. Uh, James says Deadwood, basically. Not Deadwood, is, comma, basically? No, just Deadwood, so, period, basically. People period. both in oh. my internet life and in my real life uh, already hate me or will hate me immediately after I say this. I still have never watched Deadwood. Wow. Guess you can hate me too because I didn't watch it either. So Naomi and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. She's she's a big fan of it. Um, Deadwood is really good. It's, I hear it's a groundbreaking series. It helped establish the whole kind of modern western. Modern, well, not just modern western, but the whole. I mean, it predates Game of Thrones. It predates, it, it helped create that premium television vibe. Ah. Uh, it really did kind of open that door for a lot of people. Gotcha. Um, it, it's from that era where okay. like, whoa, TV can be good. Oh, um, The Wire. Yeah, exactly. It's it's from that same period and. Gotcha. Um, Pre-breaking f- bad. What they, any schmuck on right. AMC could get a great show, <laughs> and they never, they never finished it. That's what oh. stinks. It got canceled, Ooh. and there's no end. And Have they really never just made a fucking movie? No. What the never, shit, HBO? You've got the money. Do it. it. And uh, and that's the, the the. But it had good characters, great cast. Ian McShane. Um, I love uh, Timothy Ian McShane. O- uh, Timothy Oliphant. Um, it was a really really good shit. Game. That okay. That does sound fun. Yeah, that and sounds Ian, like a fun time. Ian McShane is so savage. Like yeah, he is, of course he is. He is. Spellbinding every second he's, he's on screen. I'm legitimately upset that he's not in more things. I really am. Yeah. Like yeah. anything that this is this is strictly a semi physical comparison, but anytime that I see Edward James almost in something, I'm like, that should be Ian McShane. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I love Edward James almost. Like I think he was phenomenal in Battlestar. He was great in Stand and Deliver. Like I really do like him. Uh huh. What was the last thing Ian McShane was can, in? Can Ian McShane, like he has a different. Uh, he was in um, American Gods. Yeah, he's he's, he's Mr. Wednesday. Phenomenal in that. He is really good as Mr. Wednesday. I like that's great casting. But he has they have different growls because his growls like and whereupon like James are almost just kind of like like he kind of comes over the top. That's very accurate. Yeah, I mean I feel like (laughs) scary. (laughs) I feel like Ian McShane is more of a growl, where Edward James almost is more of a grumble. Yeah. Okay. Well, you get it with like. He'd be like, yeah, "Get off my ship!" Like, it's not quite like doing. I mean, I don't think he ever says "Get off my ship," but no, like, no, I don't. Think I just so. love watching almost argue with Laura Roslin, like oh, watching Adama and Roslin, or fight. watching him berate Fat Apollo. Because <laughs> let's face it, the best twist in that show was Fat Apollo, where it's like we're coming back from a season break. What happened? What crazy shit went down in the plot? This guy got fat. <laughs> <laughs> the fact like that they, it's so good. the fact that they pulled the Monica suit from Friends out and, and put it. him in that yeah. was weird. It was, it was so good. Very though. Like, very strange. You, no, but there's nothing better to say time jump and like bad things have happened. Time jump mm-hmm. than that. You I mean, just know 
he's this dude who's like super pristine in his appearance and really good at what he does, very militant. And then all of a sudden you see him a year or two years later and he's just like, eh, fuck it, whatever, give me the Twinkies. You're like, oh shit, things are bad for these people. Christ. Man, that, that show, when that was con- contemporaneous with, with, with the Iraq war and the occupation and the, yeah. that, that was... That was that was a show that I didn't watch until like 2010. Oh, okay. My, yeah, yeah. Riss, my, my partner and now spouse, uh, finally was like, no, you you have to watch it. Yeah. Like, I cannot continue seeing you until you, okay. until until you watch the show. Did you watch it, Brendan? Uh, I think I like, cannot continue working with you until you watch the right, show. Well, I'll see you. You're well. You're well versed in the ways of nerddom. I'm, you I'm think so? But here's yeah. the thing: I will 100 percent rewatch Battlestar Galactica with you if you want. Yeah, I just will absolutely do it. Heads right. up, heads up. The end sucks. Everything else is great. Okay. I mean, that's All right. The end is bad. The last, the whole last season is pretty iffy. The second, ha- actually, I even like the last season. I, I like Jesus Baltar. I just the second. How many series have gone that man. long and the not s- like summit. fizzled by the end? The second half of the Only, final well, it episode goes back to what we were talking about with Steven Universe. Like shows that know what they're about and have a through line and say, okay, this is the story we want to tell. Once that's over, that's or it. have the wherewithal to uh, keep their starting actors. Well, that too. Which is which is more mind blowing, the end of season two or the end of season three? Because they both. So again, as someone who watched it in a giant Netflix lump, yeah, I'm much like Lost. I can't tell you what the difference between season three and season four. The end of season two is the is the Iraq War jump, Um, like one year later. One year later, yeah. Okay. And the end of season three is Jimi Hendrix. And the oh shit! Um, Season three, season three jump is better. That that episode that's so good. is that's just so that good. music kicking oh, in that's so and good. them walking into the hangar and Starbuck and then flashing out and there's Earth salty and salt high just oh, like man. what in the world is happening? Okay, here's my question about that show, and this is completely wow, we are dumb really and wrong. Uh, yeah. But I don't know where do we you are think anymore. they named Saul Ty Saul Ty because he's just salty? Well, I do now. Yes, you did it. Let's I did it. it. I solved Battlestar, the Battlestar quandary. It's in the ship. <laughs> I saw him in something a couple of weeks ago. He showed up in some fucking show that I was rewatching, and I was like, "Oh, it's fucking Uncle Saul! Yay!" Okay, so our, our ad for this episode should just be like you promotional know, consideration us doing this provided and by like Battlestar Galactica, cringing between us, waiting for just the like battle. Having just like disappear, like <laughs> <laughs> your clothes still stained and they fall on the ground. It's like a force ghost. Yeah, vanish. God. Okay, Anyways, well, um, yeah. What the fuck was that question about? Who cares? We're talking about Galactica. Um, no, that he he was. Uh, he was asking a little bit. Uh, oh, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> who who was it at the very least? So I can. Right. He was talking, This was about platinum trophies. It was about oh, right. Deadwood, basically. Rockstar. No. no. Oh no, I, this was Deadwood, basically. Oh okay. right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who, who, who was that? This sorry, is James. James, I'm very sorry. James, yeah. I tried to stop them. Not really, but right. I looked ashamed for them. It's okay. Yeah. You, the, yeah just scorn us. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like he's right about De- uh, about Deadwood. There's so many wonderful plot threads in it. There's See, here's the problem: that you keep giving me shows that I have to watch, and I don't have fucking time to watch them all. You I, don't have time to watch. I have like five more shows just this one episode alone. Well, get on your shit. I've got to finish Hoplog Cassidy. I told you. I really this? don't. Well, we are going to talk about Hoplog Cassidy. We are absolutely not. We really are. It's surprisingly interesting. Okay, that's fine. I know. I'll bring some paperwork that I have to get done. It's got a, it's got a weird. It's got a weird name, but. If you're still suffering through this, we both apologize. And, and love you. thank you. How? There are 
They're good way, people way too many things that you want from this game for us to read them all and still manage to talk about Battlestar Galactica. I can't believe none of you fuckers said steamboats. Um, we've had, well, I think it is on here, actually. Okay. I think trains. you actually wrote it on here. I said yeah. it the last time I was on, the, well, I'll, two times ago we've now. We've had trains. We've had, somebody point, just points out, they want Bigfoot. Bigfoot, strangers, poker, hunting, I robberies, I mean, Bigfoot canonically exists in the universe, so yeah, yeah. I, he I, could I, be back. I wonder what, when would it pop up next. If you're going to do something else from like the, I like the idea of there being ghost riders in the sky and the just some storms like I think that would be fun yeah I'd be uh, down to see some like cowboy ghosts yeah that could be I'm cool. super into I want Native American folklore ghosts oh that would be really yeah like a lot of you could draw a lot from I, Native American folklore is like a hobby of mine mm -hmm. and I want, so, I want skinwalkers what give me skinwalkers expound yeah I don't know what that you is skinwalkers are like the well the, there's a lot of different kind of legends but the one of them is like the Native American like really bad shamans who can transform into other creatures, usually like werewolf type shit, but darker. Okay. So it's like they can transform into other people and, you know, take on their shape, like a doppelganger situation. Hell there's yes. there's a lot. There's a fucking just keep they're here. Pick up again. They're here. <laughs> oh, the lights just went out of I've said too much. <laughs> the lights just went out. They could see it, I'm sure. I'm sure. But All yeah, right. Death skinwalkers. Give me a skinwalker mission. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching and listening. We can't get to everything. Uh, we'll keep going through maybe on the on the next episode. But let's keep um, the conversation going on the internet, yeah, though. Please do mail at reddedradio.com. Keep the conversation going there. Thank you for supporting the show. Um, we've got a lot planned. This first dozen episodes. This is our our twelfth episode now. Well, and, no way. Happy almost yeah, bakers dozen. I know. How about almost I bakers guess happy dozen? dozen but. Yeah, I, that's uh, a. Well, <gasps> You've got a dirty dozen. I do have a dirty. And they have been kind of a dirty dozen. This has been an experimental time for us where this has kind of been kind of homegrown and, and half baked yeah. and we're just kind of stapled together. Uh, Roughshod's good, though. I mean, that's very much is, in the spirit of the Old West. That's what we're shooting for. And now I think we're going to we're gonna back up and polish some corners here, do a little carpentry on it. And uh, when, I'm out. when we come back in a couple of weeks, uh, you'll see something uh, very recognizable, but maybe a little more. Uh, it's a bit more refined. There'll be a nice little bit more polish on them boots. Yeah, or it'll just be the same jackass circus it always is. Who knows? Yeah. Either way, we'll, we'll have a better this. thing in the background. There'll be some yeah. oil on that snake. Yeah, the reason we're not in our usual uh, set is because someone is watching the entire Jason Bourne. Uh, no, 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 no. The Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible Septilogy. Septilogy. Wait, no. What's on the other side of the wall behind the bar. Uh, yeah. What's five? I can't. I grow enough. What, There's five? quadrilogy, trilogy. Septilogy no. is seven. Quintus. Sectilogy is quad, six. Quad, quint, pen, Quintilogy. Pen, There's a lot of them. Pentilogy. There it is. I don't. We Pentology. don't know. Pentilogy. Yeah. Pentilogy. All right. Whatever. It Mission may Impossible be. Five. They need to stop making. Them. They're watching five Mission Impossible movies in a row, and they're on the other side of the bar. So we kept picking up explosions. Had to move the whole operation over here. Mostly, we just didn't want to expose you guys to Tom Cruise. All right. That's what it was. Yeah. We, we were welcome. picking up the vacuums earlier. I was hearing on the mic, so you heard some nice authentic old Western vacuums. Friends, thank you all for coming. It's good thank to you, be here. Thank you, as always. We'll see y'all uh, very soon. Once again, that's mail at reddeadradio.com if you want to reach out. And hey, if you want to support the show, you can do that at reddeadradio.com. And I hope you will, since this is how I make my Thanks. Hi. Cisco Man, thank you so much. Austin Riley, Jonathan, William Holbert, thank you so much for being our Patreon producers this much. We couldn't do it without you. Way to go. 